Hey, you guys. Today, we are recording at the beach. Yes. <laughs> and this is our first episode in which we will upload ourselves instead of just the audio. But today's episode is going to be about the mask that we put on or the mask that we create. And basically, everyone does it. And we're just going to talk about why we do it what kinds of masks we put on, and some situations that occur based on how we decide to, or when we decide to put our masks on. But yeah, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Mickey, if you want to start with the main topics of the masks we put on yeah for sure so we just kind of like kind of we're dividing this episode almost into two parts we're kind of doing like um why we put our mask on and kind of the consequences that come about that so some ideas I had written down is I know for me at least like a lot of times I'll put a mask or put up a front because of I want to hide my true feelings you know yeah so I feel like that's a big reason because you kind of just want to like protect yourself. And I think it's and I'll touch on this later, like there's good and bad ways to put on a mask. But it's just you don't want to really express your true feelings because either it might not be the like time and place. It might hurt somebody's feelings or your feelings might get hurt. So it's kind of just like putting a guard up, not even yeah. just like a fake mask, like, you know, acting one way. It's just to put your guard up and protect yourself. And I feel like that's maybe one of the most like common times that i see people put up a mask yeah i think so too um it's just people especially a lot of guys they have you know like toxic masculinity and they have this deep fear that if they open up they're too feminine or you know it's just old school so it depends and they bottle up their feelings so i can see that for sure um, kind of like insecurities almost like they don't want people to yeah. see that soft side of them and like I think that goes for like me too sometimes I'm like I don't want to come off this way so I'm going to do everything in my power not to show that side of me which is like a little toxic yeah. like it's a little bad sometimes to not like fully I, express yourself you know for sure but I think it's only human nature you know of course like we're so it's kind of bad but we're all we make decisions based on our feelings too much and we need to be more cohesive with both our regulating our emotions and making rational decisions because if you can't do both or one overpowers the other that's when you make decisions that impact other people's lives or relationships or even your own and for sure yeah it's not healthy yeah i Okay, so something I found that kind of like ties all this together is there's a saying that we have three masks, like everybody does. So the first one is what we show the world, how we present ourselves to uh, like the entire world, whether that be like social media with your friends, whatever, um, or like in a social setting. But the second one is what we show close friends and family. So that's just people we're a little bit more comfortable around, not like total strangers. And then the third is 
what we do not show anybody else. So what you do when you're home alone, by yourself, <laughs> nobody else is there seeing you, watching you, whatever. And I think like that's a really good way to divide it. And it's honestly a healthy thing too, is like you don't want to act the way you would act by yourself around the whole world, not because you're not being who you are. It's just sometimes there's things you want to do in private and some things you want to do in public, not just to follow like rules or regulations, but just to protect yourself and your peace, you know? Perfect. I was going to say like protecting your peace. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And the fact that it was divided into those three like categories, if you will. Yeah, it was like the perfect like I was thinking like, okay, I can see that I can see the second one and I can see the third one. So yes, that's very true. Because I feel like a lot of times too, what I see, and this is for me, and it's kind of like, coping mechanisms almost that I've developed like just growing up is I get really defensive and I want to protect myself so because I found sometimes I'll say something and it'll be twisted or somebody says something and I twist it like it it goes both ways definitely and people can weaponize things so much so it's like you don't want to give somebody the power to like have that effect on you I guess that's what I'm trying to say I just hate when people take something and weaponize it so it's like I want to protect my peace and I want to keep that to myself so I'm not trying to have every little detail of my life shared with somebody who doesn't deserve to know that stuff you know like they don't deserve my time and energy or (laughs) to know the details of my life to weaponize it and use it against me yeah um I don't know if this is kind of opt's topic, but I've been watching Suits on Netflix, and this is a spoiler, but Harvey Ooh. Specter, so he's like one of the main lawyers, and he starts seeing a therapist in like season five, because Donna, his previous secretary, left him to work for Lewis Litt, and they're kind of like frenemies, I would say, but it's complicated, the relationship. But Donna left him and he's been having like panic attacks because it's embedded with how his mom left him. And he's seeing this therapist, right? Or this psychiatrist because he's getting prescribed these pills and stuff. And she told him something really um, sensitive. And turns out one of the cases that he was working on had his client was also seeing the same therapist and so he was kind of like pissed at that therapist and used that sensitive information that she told him that confided him with and use it against her and that's kind of like how you were talking like to protect your peace of mind like you don't have to like say every single thing to someone just because, like, yes. you never really know. And so, like, you could tell something fake and then they could go around and spread it. Or you could tell them something real and then you don't want to get out, but it ends up getting out somehow. Literally. Because there's some bitches out there who are just going <laughs> to spread some information for no reason. For their own personal gain. For the drama. Yeah. I feel like I can understand that people love drama and gossip. But I don't understand how people start rumors. Like, those are some really, like, sociopathic, like, narcissistic people ever. Like, pathological liars where they're just bored and they start making stuff up and it can ruin someone's life if it gets deep. Literally, like, it's giving bad energy. Yeah, especially if they have, like, a huge following or a big influence. Yes. I've been saying that a lot recently, like... 
And of course, like we all perceive things differently. So somebody could say something, but I perceive it some like completely different than somebody else. And I think like if you say something that can be turned into like a sensitive topic for somebody, but you didn't mean to come across that way, like there's both ways, like somebody could twist the narrative so fast and like put out some allegations. But there's also like, you can address it and realize and own up to your mistake too and be like, shit, I said something that could have been taken both ways. I own up to that. I said it. I'm maturing from it. And then the other person has to realize like, okay, I can see from their perspective. Like, you know, it goes both ways, but it's just like a tricky situation to be in. Yeah, both people or parties, whatever you want to call it, have to work in that because if it's just like one person who's contributing to fixing the issue that keeps coming up and up yeah but the other person isn't like making an effort you're gonna be stuck you're gonna just be going back to square one exactly like just running around the same issues do you have any like personal experiences with this type of stuff like has not somebody starting a rumor about you or maybe like you taking something a different way I don't know or like putting a mask up in front of people because you don't want to get burned like I don't know what are your personal experiences Hmm. I will give one experience from like high school and then I'll give one that I have done recently oh yeah I'd say I would say from like high school it was kind of like a negative thing um let's see let me think oh okay so this is kind of i spoke about this this morning actually but when i was like in ninth grade i was pretty skinny i was like 100 pounds and i'm 5'3 and uh that was when i wasn't doing any like high school sports yet uh i didn't do it until like october after like um basketball tryouts so I had these like acquaintances, I would say, that were in my uh, homeroom and they were talking like about body parts or like body shapes, body types, and they were making fun of me for having a thigh gap. Because at that time, like 2017, 2016, 2017, it was like slim thick era. Oh, where, like, my having God. Having a thigh <laughs> gap was like ugly or something and i didn't i didn't think about that stuff when i was that age i mean freshman year of high school which is kind of like weird i would but eventually i definitely picked up on that stuff really quick because people were so caring about their appearances Mm -hmm. and so i started eating as much as i could during lunch but i was also burning all of that off during basketball practice and so like it's kind of a different struggle that I'm kind of going into right now, but like you eat as much as you do and then you stop doing sports, you kind of like gain it back. Yeah. Which is frustrating, but I had to try and like make myself look different so that other people, so I can fit into the trendy body type. Dang. And you kind of like, on a sense, like mask your emotions, right? You're like, damn, yeah. feeling some type of way. And they probably not being lighthearted because of course, like body shaming or talking about so many others body in like a negative light is not okay. But um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah. But like you put on this mask, right? Because you weren't trying to, you're like, damn, like they made you feel some type of way and that is not okay. I hope it was resolved or maybe now you're just resolving it on your own, but that's a tough situation to be in, you know? I mean, the fact that I do remember that though, from true how long so i must have been like 15 right yeah 
14, almost 15. Yeah, 14. I was freshman in high school. So I was 14 years, six years ago. And I still remember like how these things kind of unravel now. And so like now that I know how people think or how people talk, I kind of gauge or I read people first to see hmm, what kind of person are they? And then Yeah. that's when I like either show my true character, diet down a little bit. or pretend to be something I'm not, which is really rare that I do because I don't care enough. <laughs> it just depends on whether I think you're worth doing that for, I guess. Exactly. It's always good to read a room. I think that's definitely a huge skill because like there's those people, yeah, both sides, like super close off, super cold. And you're like, dang, what am I doing to make that person feel like that? Or you in turn act like that because you're surrounded by these people. You don't feel comfortable. You feel like really out of place. And I think you sometimes like you read the room and you kind of not you specifically. I just think like you, like anybody in general kind of like molds into the person that you need to be for that social situation I think it's like a pro and a con like it can be a hindrance because you feel not like yourself in that situation but it's a pro that you can like you know you know um kind of bounce back shift into different you know like you know how to handle yourself in a social situation like that because it doesn't come naturally um I feel like to a lot of people so it's good to read the room It's good to get a feel for what people are thinking or how they'll react or act to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, But definitely. yeah, what was your second story? So I would say um, I just started at a university that I've transferred to. So I'm a junior now Yay! and I, I all my classes are on campus. And let me just tell you, I'm loving campus life. It's, It's like nice like I don't know I'm getting a lot of vitamin D I'm walking a lot and like it's just more enjoyable I guess than going to like a community college it's like the same thing but it's not I don't know how to explain it and Mm. I'm No, that's a commuter really good. so kind of sucks but anyways yeah on campus I put a mask on for sure And the mask that I put on is, like, I'm pretending to be something, someone really confident. And, like, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I don't need anybody. Like, kind of, like, You're not lost. kind of, like, kind of, like, <laughs> kind of, like, uh, like a bitch <laughs> mentality. Like, like a bad bitch mentality, though, right? Like, I guess, like, oh, I don't need anybody. I don't have any friends. But... I'm willing to make friends like, oh, okay, you're cool. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like the kind of mask I'm putting on, but I'm having a fun time. So I guess it doesn't matter. well, And, that's good. uh, but yeah, that's the kind of mask I'm putting on. Just like, I'm a human, you're a human, we see each other. Yeah. It is what it is. Kind There's of like, probably like a lot just of it. newness too. Like you don't know how to react and you don't want to like act a certain way and then it fall back on you type of thing. Maybe. Yeah, kind of like um, the things that happen to you is like 10% and then 90% is like how you react to those things. For sure. So, That's like a coach thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that because it's so true, though. Um, Mm-hmm. oops, sorry. But yeah, I would say that's the kind of mask I've been putting on lately. It's kind of different, but... Like now I'm more 
like you have to cater yourself to the environment i think like if you're trying to join a sorority right you have to be super obnoxious and loud and super happy smiling all the time like this extroverted person i feel like because like you know like rushing and you have to be selected you know you have to like come across as this fun and exciting gal Yeah. Or same for guys, I guess. I don't I don't really know how it goes. Same. I'm like, I could not speak on that even if I wanted to. So let me just I be just quiet. I just know from Legally <laughs> Blonde, they're yes. all like I feel like that's a good representation because they're like sorority sisters or fraternity brothers, whatever. Yeah. But like they have this like community around them and they're all the same people. Like they look the same, they dress the same, they talk the same. It's just, it's who they are. So, like, for me, if I was in that kind of environment, yeah, I'd kind of want to, like, blend in a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to, like, stick out like a sore thumb. And there's nothing wrong with sticking out like a sore thumb. It's just up to you and what you're trying to accomplish in that environment, in that day, in that time. Like, if you're trying to just kind of get over this line with a bunch of s
you know, this is how I viewed it, right? I wanted to protect myself. So I kind of hid a lot of things about me and I shaped a lot of things of my personality and the way I dress, the way I acted. And I really regret a lot of the things. But of course, like trying not to live with regrets, that's in the past. I'm maturing from it now. But I feel like I put a huge mask on and it really like gave me an identity crisis at like the age of fucking 12. Like what? (laughs) It was insane. But it was just kind of that stage I went through. Like I wish I was white. And I feel like that was huge for me. And it was sad because like, of course, like I'm adopted. I do like my family is like a good bit is white, a good bit is not. And it's just hard because I feel like I was acting a way I didn't really want to act. I just did it for other people because that's all I knew at the time. And of course, like, I wish I could go back and tell my younger self do something different, but that's just not reality. But it is what it is. And I feel like it's helped me as a person because I would say like, that's the biggest example I have because we grew up going to church, which I personally do not believe or go to church anymore. But I grew up going like all the time and I feel like I had to put on a huge mask on and being like the only like non-white person in the congregation like of the church was really hard so I feel like even though not making like race a thing it was just really hard I feel like I was perceived differently so I had to act differently to be treated differently and I think that's just human nature that's like literally just our way of defending ourselves, our way of protecting ourselves. And I feel like from a young age, I was having to do that constantly because I was being put in this position, you know? Yeah. And for you to recognize that at a young age, I think it does like, it does make people who are different feel different on purpose. Yeah. Like, I don't think specifically white people make other other non-whites feel out of place but i don't think they have the self-awareness to recognize we might feel uncomfortable or out of place or unwelcomed you know they just kind of carry on about their day like because you know there are 60 percent of white americans in the united states so that kind of just overwhelms everybody else you know and And of course like this is just speaking from like our personal experiences like this is not speaking on the entirety of people you know like this is just things I feel like both Joe and I have experienced like on a pretty deep level growing up in a predominantly southern town you know for sure and but there's a big difference because I grew up in South Korea for 12 years before I moved here and I never felt out of place and I'm very much out of place like everyone thought I wasn't Thai they thought I was white like american but they they wouldn't like treat me as an american they would just speak to me as normal treat me as normal which i loved yeah and like i couldn't have had it any other way like i didn't recognize like oh i feel out of place yeah you know like sometimes i would like first day okay new students but yeah as soon as we'd have interactions like i'm talking like first second third grade and none of that but as soon as i move yeah, but as soon as I move here and start going to junior high, middle school, whatever, like complete change and different interactions. Like my first day of school, when I came back home, I cried because I was like, Same. oh my God, really? <laughs> yes. It, it's so like, you feel so alone. Yeah, because like, and same for me, like much like you, like I grew up in Washington state and of course, like it's a good mix of different races and like I feel like a lot more maybe like 
Asian people live in Washington compared to where we grew up, um, like in our later years. And so, yeah, for the first 12 years of my life, like I never really saw that. But then when we moved, yeah, I just like the first day I felt so overwhelmed and so not like like I did not belong. I did not understand. It's totally different. And I just, you know, and as like a young, like being 12 years old and feeling like that, like, damn, that sucks. Exactly. And it hurts. I, I just don't understand how I was able to feel that way. I mean, and I also went to a Dodd school. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like Department of Defense education, something. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know the last <laughs> acronym. Anyways, it was like a bunch of mixed kids, whites, blacks, Asians, just everyone. But there were more whites. And, but even going to that school, never felt out of place either. Um, I think because just military kids, if you find military kids, they're usually pretty chill. They don't make you feel this type of way. In my opinion, because I mean, Yeah. you used to be military, right? Yeah. Are you military now? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have kind of like a similar maybe journey and like experience with that. So maybe like we share that commonality <laughs> and that level of understanding. And I feel like a lot of military kids go through that too, or sometimes they have to hide themselves and put a mask on because they're moving constantly or changing things yeah. constantly. And same for people who are starting college or starting a new job or starting whatever or even going to get your mail like right like it's you have to put a certain mask on sometimes or like hide or not express who you are you know it's just a tough place and it kind of like hinders that self of belonging you know And I do think sometimes we subconsciously put on a mask because we go in and out of these personas to satisfy like whatever is in our environment. And I think like you, you've been doing it for so long that your mind just automatically like clicks. Oh, like, okay, you're in Walmart. Like, who cares? Just be you. Yeah. And then you walk into Target and like you got to kind of act different, kind of dress different. You go into Publix. I don't know. Yeah. There's just, or you go to a Dunkin' versus a Starbucks. It's just very different. There's different vibes, different, yeah, like, the you know, there's that joke, like, the Target version and the Walmart version. Like, there's already Yes. these, like, built-up personas and things with places and ideas associated with them. It is interesting, Like these constructs, I guess. Yeah. Um. Let me see if I have anything else. Oh, I think I'm out. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we kind of covered it all, like why we put on mass experiences we've had, the pros and cons of it. Because I don't think there's really a way to get over that type of stuff. Like, we can't sit here and say three ways to get over of putting on a mask, you know? Like, we can talk about protecting your inner peace, which I know we'll get into um, next week. But we can't really sit here and tell you, like, because everybody's situation is so different, as we've seen with, like, Joe and I, that there's no, like, exact way to get over these things or to make it better. It's just something you got to recognize and start understanding and just... Really, you know, read the room and protect yourself because you don't want people to weaponize that. But it's okay to allow yourself to feel that and be emotional and be sensitive to these things. Like, let yourself feel that. Definitely. Um, yeah, just remember you're not alone and everybody's going through this. So Exactly. just do it. Do the right thing. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Bye-bye. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.